This is Family Time 133. We're talking about teams this week. And when I say teams, I don't necessarily mean a group that we call a team, like a sports team. I mean any unified group. And it's important to make a distinction between groups and teams. We all belong to different groups. Some groups are assigned to us. We're labeled into different groups, different social groups, different groups based on our appearance or our background. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our teams. And our teams are those unified groups where we're pulling in the same direction, where we have some unified goal. And that can be anything. It can certainly be a sports team. It can be any other activity to which we belong. It can be a drama troupe. It can be a band. It can be our family. In the best cases, it is our family. It can be our friend group. It's when we're together with other people and we have some common purpose We have some commitment to each other. And we work to elevate each other. To me, that's a team. And I am addicted to teams. I love being a part of a team. In athletics, of course, as an athlete, as a coach, I love being a part of the team. But also... As a friend, as family, I, I feel a very strong sense of loyalty and a sense of protectiveness to the people in my teams because I really I enjoy the way that teams elevate the entire group, that the, the collective can be bigger, can be better, than the sum of its parts. And that's what I want us thinking about this week. Think about some of the teams in our lives. What really makes up the teams we have around us? And I want you to think about, identify a successful team. And use your own criteria for success. That could be a performance, wins and losses, or an outstanding performance in some way. But performance can be measured many different ways as well. With a family, with our friends, we may not be able to measure something like a win, But we can talk about meaningful interactions. We can talk about the ways the members of the team have helped us. So identify a successful team using your own criteria. And think about what made that team successful. What skills, what strengths, What personalities 
contributed to that team. That's one of my favorite things about a team is that often diversity strengthens the team. You look at something as simple as football, and I use that because I played it and coach it, and it's a simple example. Even if you now don't have a deep familiarity with football, you can just look at a football field and see a diversity of athletic abilities. Linemen and wide receivers typically don't look the same. They're different people with different skills in different positions, doing very different things, bringing their own individuality to their position, to their role, and hopefully those things come together and the positions all need each other and you work toward a common goal while bringing to the table your individuality, the things you have to offer. That's something else that I love about a team, that a team is better when we have diversity. Our friend groups, our families are often better when we get different opinions and different backgrounds, but we remain united in some way where we still support each other, not in spite of our differences, but because of them. That we acknowledge and embrace that diversity. I want you to think about how successful teams communicate with each other. Communication is essential in any effective team. Even if that's just a partnership, two friends, a relationship. Relationships require communication. And teams cannot be successful without effective communication. So it's worth examining how successful teams communicate with each other, what things work. I think of different teams I belong to and something I really enjoy when like I've competed with someone or trained with someone for a long time is you get these unspoken things or maybe it's something I, somebody I was playing next to in football where we didn't, didn't even have to make a full call or something. It was a little nod or a gesture, even a noise that we would make. And we knew what that meant or we could sense where the other person was going to be in space. That's a beautiful thing to me. It's the same thing with our friends. It's the same thing. I think the same thing. I know some of you uh, do speech competition. I thought that like in our improv group. When you get that, that feeling that like, I know I'm going to throw out this reference, this little thing, and you're going to pick it up and run with it. There's a trust there. That's one of the, my favorite things about communication in a team is developing that sense of, of trust, of knowing where the other person's going to be. 
then since we're talking about teams, it's good to talk about the idea of sportsmanship. And I'm not going to use the term sportsmanship when we talk about being a good sport because, as I said, I don't mean team as just an athletic thing. So I'm going to use the term grace. How can we be gracious? How can we show grace when things go well and when they don't go well? Often we hear it applied to sports, we think of the idea of don't be a sore loser. Well, it's really, how do we show grace when things don't go very well for us? That's an important part of being a good teammate. When things don't go well, do we blame other people in the team? Do we blame our friends? Do we blame our family? Do we Blame the people in the sports team, in the band, whatever it is. Do we look to pass the buck and transfer the blame? Or do we behave with a sense of grace? Do we take responsibility for our actions, for our role in the team? And on the reverse, how can we be gracious winners? How can we be gracious and be humble when things do go well for us? Where we don't get a big head and a big ego and make things about us. Because that's also not good for the team. When we elevate ourselves and think that we're better or more important than the team. Grace is very important for any team. Even in a one-on-one relationship. How can we have disagreements? How can we have arguments and behave with a sense of grace? That's really being a good sport in those one-on-one teams. Spend a little time thinking about the teams in your life this week. Always love.